0: Greetings, folks. Daniel Wickwire here again, and welcome back to another episode of Kaiju Movie Review. I'm, of course, joined by my loyal host, Mr. Zach.
1: Host and brother. It's very true.
0: Attached at the hip. Not really, but you know what I
1: mean. No, I was going to say we live like a thousand miles from each other, so it's that it's would be a, difficult. It's metaphorical. <laughs> You're a metaphor. Or it's
0: symbolic. Things don't always have to do things, Zach. Now help me plug it in. Anyway, this is a reference for you, Space ghosts. Love Space Ghost. But anyway, we have some interesting bits of kaiju related news. And before I, should, I say that, I should say, uh, you know, I hope everybody had a happy Halloween. We're actually recording this on the, the 1st of November. We were supposed to record it yesterday, but I have children that I would rather, no offense, but rather go out and uh, spend, four, uh, four, I 4th of July, that's like the second time I've done that, spend Halloween with so they can get candy and I can charge them candy tax.
1: Uh, and so, translation, screw you, Zach. I'm going to hang out with my kids because they're cooler than you.
0: That's very true.
1: Anyhow, uh, Zach,
0: why don't you go ahead and start giving... Why don't you give us your bit of kaiju-related news for the day?
1: Yeah, and, you know, that that makes sense because, you know, mine is kaiju-related because it is tokusatsu and it, it does feature kaiju. And Dan probably already kind of knows where I'm going with this because he knows my horrible, horrible obsessions. So uh, today, November 1st, 2016 is actually the release of shout factories, uh, us DVDs of Chorik Sentai O-Ranger, which was the series, which was the basis for our power Rangers ZO in the United States. This is actually what I've been looking forward to of the four where they've released so far. It's probably the one I've most been looking forward to watching. I have the first two and uh Jiu Ranger and Die Ranger and I'm almost done with Zo Ranger. I'm gonna start Die Ranger and then I'm going to uh, I'll watch Kaku Ranger and then oh, Ranger because I'm trying to watch them in order, but I'm I'm getting off topic here. So that is a thing. Also I know the second part is a couple of weeks old, but it looks like thanks to a patent filing in Japan, we have learned the name of the 41st Super Sentai series, which will debut in February and replace the current Dobutsu Sentai zhuo and it will be called Uchu Sentai Q-Ranger. What we know about it so far is that it does have a space theme, which is the first time in the Super Sentai that they've done an outer space themed one since, uh, you know, Power Rangers and stuff is based on Mega Ranger, which was more of a computer and video game theme, but I'm I'm ranting again. So, yeah, lots of good news for uh, for. Super Sentai fans, and you know, there's there's some there's some pretty cool uh, some pretty cool kaiju and in, in Super Sentai. So, well, I'm glad I'm, to hear that. I, I'll
0: that support we, it. <laughs> glad we I'm glad we have the announcement for the next one coming. I was curious because they've done it for so damn long. It's it's like what are they going to pull out of their butt next? But I, I completely yeah. forgot about you know Power Rangers in Space not technically being space themed. And uh, yeah. the only thing I ever think of when I think of old O Ol Ranger or O Ranger. Um, yeah, is like shapes. Like I think of Sesame yeah, Street, the, the star and <laughs> stuff. In, in and yeah, epi- it- this episode is brought to you by a triangle. Apparently,
1: Hi. in uh, <laughs> apparently in the Japanese one, they yell Olay a lot. It's like all over the theme song. But I digress. The more important thing here is that Super Sentai is a thing, and I'm gl- actually glad Zuojer's ending because I haven't watched it yet. But goddamn, the suits are ugly. Well, the train one was ridiculous, you know. And I watched part of of Tokuger, and I I loved the suit designs, and I loved like the concept of Tooger. Of, excuse me, I love the concept of Tokuger, but I feel like they just went total, like they went full like little kid in that series, and that's something that's made made powering through is you ranger so hard is there so many kid-centered episodes it's just driving me nuts yeah those
0: those are painful
1: i just got to the point where where dragon ranger burai showed up and the show just got like crazy good like just like in the english one the green ranger shows up and the show just got great like like in like a three episode span like these have been the best like three episodes of the series so far so, I'm hoping that it continues on this path, because it's been super good since the Green Ranger popped up.
0: Well, at one point, you'll have to tell us what you think of them, as, as opposed to, you know, the comparisons between that and the English counterpart. Because I know there's other videos that exist, but we can't talk about it, because Toku is technically science fiction-based, and we do talk
1: about stuff like that
0: on this channel, but we don't yep. review... I mean, to, to,
1: to be fair, I mean, if we talk about, like, Ultraman and stuff, I mean, why why wouldn't we talk about, like super sentai in that exactly but we don't review television series on this show all right except for maybe we're... someday we'll maybe someday we'll uh we'll, we'll review one of the super sentai movies
0: exactly which would be fun because i do like the crossover movies they're they, actually very yeah, entertaining they do
1: they do yeah they do crossover with uh they like their crossovers with uh common rider and there was a actually a really cool one in uh, uh go kaiger where they cross over with space sheriff Gavon and that was uh, actually a pretty good movie well now on
0: to my bit of news for the day we will talk about again because for some odd reason with me it's all about toys because that's the stuff that comes up and sticks to my mind the most one really big announcement that came up and I remembered it and I wanted to talk about it when it came out and this is not a line of figures I collected all but SH monster arts by tamashi uh, for those of you' not heard of them they just do very high highly posable figures the sh monster arts line is dedicated to of course kaiju uh, they've done godzilla gamera they have an ultraman line which is the ultra act line um they, they just do all sorts of different stuff and i think they're starting to bleed though i think they might be bleeding those lines together but don't hold me to that but they're not highly posable figures aren't really my thing i, I have one that my friend sent me and it is cool but it's not my cup of tea but they have just announced a figure uh, it was at a, a toy fair and i can't recall where it was but i know they didn't announce the release date But it is a figure of Mechagodzilla from the 1993 movie Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Not Mechagodzilla 2, because that's not his actual name. Mechagodzilla 2 was the Mechagodzilla in 1975. Mechagodzilla from 1993 is Mechagodzilla. It's not Mechagodzilla 2. Anyway, it is a figure based on the poster art of that movie. And I'll put that up here. And it is a brilliant design. Looks nothing like the character does in the actual movie. It's more reminiscent of the original Mechagodzilla design from 74-75, but it also reminds me of a little bit of like the SDF when it's transformed from Macross or Robotech, and it reminds me of uh, some of the really old Kunio Okawara designs from like Gundam and dirt or a battle or done buying it's just it's just got that more old school look to it it looks amazing now of course you won't be able to see it zach but i'm going to put all these pictures up so everybody else can see But when you get a chance for you to look because it's an amazing design
1: yeah i definitely i just pulled it up and yeah there's definitely an old school like mecha vibe to it i i can definitely see why you drew comparisons to like the sdf1 from across and such so yeah and- it is a, it is a that's a beautiful poster like I actually hadn't seen it before, but that actually, that'd actually be something I would consider buying and putting up on my wall. Like That's a really cool poster.
0: The, the speak, I'm just going to segue, because you mentioned that, so I need to mention it. All of the Godzilla posters, it's the one artist that does it. They've done other work, but it's every Godzilla poster from Godzilla Returns in 1984 all the way up to 1995 are the best Godzilla posters of all time. There's, he did they did a few this gentleman individual lady I don't know this individual did different posters later they did a, a one or two of the Millennium movies they did Final Wars as well they are absolutely beautiful pieces of art and my favorite one is the Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah hands down is the best picture like ever to exist ever but anyway. Now that we got that, oh uh, sorry, one more bit on that news. Um, SH Monsters is releasing that, or you said that we don't know the release date, so keep your eyes peeled on that. Uh, I can put a link in. Uh, well, that's not really a link I can give you. Just you'll just have to Google because there's not like a one static place that has the information. But just keep checking. We'll 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 mention it again. I'm sure. One other thing I want to throw out there is for the, uh, I believe November of this month, X Plus is releasing a Fat Zeton. That's an awesome thing. So there's a picture of that Fat Zeton for the win.
1: They're doing a Fat Zeton? That's pretty cool, actually.
0: Yeah, it's the Zeton from Ultraman Jack. It's Fat Zeton. Alright, now remember when I said earlier that we don't review television shows here on KMR? Well, I lied. Because we don't review, ke- review. We we do review television shows, but we do review them when they're condensed into movie form. Uh, a la a- Agon the Atomic Dragon. We reviewed that many, many reviews ago. I don't remember which review that was, but it was a long time ago. We did review that, and this is actually... Attack of the Super Monsters, released in 1982 in the U.S. on VHS and other forms of home media. It was, let's see, what's notable cast members we got? Let's see, um, we're doing the English version, I'm not, we'll make slight mentions of the Japanese version, and I'll tell you why later. Tom Weiner, Dan there's... Warren, Robin Levinson, and most notably, it'd be Cam Clark. If you know anything yeah, about Yeah, I was America... going to say,
1: there's... I was going to say there's actually a few people in here that went on to have pretty pretty good careers like Cam Clark is still doing stuff to this day yep. um, a few of the cast members went on to do like to be regulars in the Gundam and Digimon franchises I mean they I mean, they really had like a good cast for this foo- this film
0: I know Mike Reynolds was because I was listening to his voice and I was like he sounds like somebody I've heard before and you mentioned Digimon and I'm like yep that's it that's the one
1: Yeah, it I was, was Devimon.
0: Was it really? Yeah. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, it was Devimon.
0: Directors are Toru Sotoyama, Tom Weiner, which is of course one of the voice actors as well. Writers, Masaki Tsuji and Ifumi Uchiyama. But again, those are all based on the Japanese cast members. And there are some minor alterations between the Japanese version and the English version. (laughs) Minor? Yes, minor. I'm just trying to be nice. All right. Well, let's 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 start with the movie first. First off, it informs us that dinosaurs had died seventy million years ago. This is kind of a flashback collage scene where we get a bunch of images of various dinosaurs and, and gentlemen monster suits attacking. And I don't believe all of these monster suits pertain to the show even later on because I could swear that I've seen red and black Gearus, which are villains from the first episode of Ultraman Leo. But they have a right because it's did the suit effects for this show. We get a lot of those random cut flashbacks and they talk about, like I said, how dinosaurs died out 70 million years ago and they hid underground forever and while hiding underground they somehow developed super-intelligence over that great period of length of time, even though humans technically evolved speech much faster but maybe because they were dinosaurs they were different I don't know. And then, cut to the year 2000 because relevant date, I don't know. Dinosaurs come out and say, yo, bro, we're going to kill humanity for reasons that aren't fully explained Than the fact that we're dinosaurs and we want to kill humans. We are introduced to their leader, Emperor Tyrannus, because nobody could think of a more clever name, who has the power to control other dinosaurs as well as other animals in general. Dogs, cats, birds. I'm assuming people at some point, but I don't know. He summons one of his Tyrannosaurus lackeys with his laser beams and says, Yo bro, you need to get up there and, st- and, and start breaking stuff and doing kick flips." This dinosaur, can sh- the Tyrannosaurus he shoots up, which I don't believe is named, starts shooting fire because, as I said with Daigoro, every monster shoots fire. The Tyrannosaurus appears above ground and starts turning dogs into evil red monsters because he can also control animals, because why not? We learn about Gemini Command that is led by Dr. John Carmody. There he has control of Gemini Force, who is led by Captain Jim Starbuck, who is the green red one. The green one is Lieutenant Jim Starbuck. Yes, they're both named Jim, and I'm sure there's a spelling difference. I believe my wife looked it up, and there's a slight spelling difference, but they are pronounced yeah, the same. Yeah, I think... Gee, yes she is truly outrageous and she has an unbalanced, <laughs> that whole unbalanced hormonal problem later, but we'll talk about that when the time comes, and of course you get our two lackeys, which are in gray and red which are Jerry and Lieutenant Wallace the four can transmit from their base into a giant tank looking device looks like a um, half plane half tank which is kept inside of another plane which they fly from their base to go save people well to save people they need to go to uh, sector alpha 3 which is being attacked by dogs and they run around killing all the humans but by the time they get to sector alpha 3 it's all wiped out and they have to go to delta sector when they get to delta sector their ship is attacked by dogs but nobody wants to actually kill the dogs so they decide to shoot them with lasers which doesn't work because they're super dogs and they have to shoot them with a larger laser, which they reassure one another that they're not killing them. They're merely to putting them to sleep. And, of course, out of plot convenience, it makes them all better. They stop being red dogs and stop being and start being normal dogs, but they're not dead dogs, even though they got shot by lasers. After saving said dogs, this Tyrannosaurus monster, of course, erupts from underground. And Which, how did he get back underground? Did they ever explain that? He was above ground, lighting things on fire... Controlling dogs, disappears, and then comes back up from underground.
1: I think it was just a case of bad editing, honestly.
0: It could, more than likely. Well, they refer to the T-Rex as the most vicious and bloodthirsty monster that had ever lived. This is by Dr. Carmondy because he knows everything. When you watch this movie, he is your exposition in a bottle. And he explains that because the dinosaurs had lived underneath the earth for millions and millions of years and great pressures there have become indestructible giant monsters. as is the showcase in the film when they shoot rockets and lasers and nothing tends to ever happen to the monsters. Jim and Jim show off their little Jim tra- or Gemini transfer ability where they actually fuse together into one being, but they can only do it for three and a half minutes because it's Tsuburaya and Tokusatsu and what's tension without having a specific set amount of time that you can be transformed at any given moment. And if they stay longer than that, they risk causing damage and you know increases the stakes, so on and so forth. It goes as you would expect. It. It's the first episode... They transform, their ship changes, they end up killing the dinosaur by cutting its head off. The world's a happy place. Well, Tyrannus is butthurt by this and decides to send another one of his monsters, which is a uh, pterosaur, probably a pterodactyl or a pteranodon. They don't really specify. And if they did, I missed it, because they probably left it out of the dub or I wasn't paying attention. But he sounds and like Rodan. I don't Rodan. think they ever
1: really said what he is.
0: <laughs> I don't think they did. They gave him his name. It's like terror 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 terrorist or something like that I don't remember the di- names of these characters they mention him so fast and like all the dinosaurs sound the same except for the tyrannodon or the pterodactyl pterosaur you notice that like all the dinosaurs sound exactly the same uh, yeah it's all the same voice actor so. <laughs> yeah
1: obviously no. No, uh, no offense to anyone, but I mean they were probably operating on a shoestring budget with like a five-member cast. So. It was a
0: call-in. It was a call-in. Oh, just do these lines and be done with it.
1: Who, anyway? He
0: descends uh, <laughs> this, this this pterosaur, or, or sorry, tyrannus turns these bats evil, which they don't turn red; they turn yellow. I'm not sure what the color if the color represents anything, but they turn him yellow and they start attacking people just like the dogs. And he sends his pterosaur buddy to like, Hey, you go up there and lead him and have him kill everything. Destroy all the humans. Ugh! Cause that's all they ever say. Kill. Destroy. Yeah. The, yes. All the time. <laughs> anyway, the, the, Doctor Carmindy is at a meeting with the president and some other officials, and and girl Jim is with him, and of course boy Jim and the other two lackeys are at headquarters. The bats attack, the the bats attack the building they're having the meeting. They manage to you know with them being separated, Jim and Jim can't fuse, so they kind of get their butts whooped a little bit. But they manage to drive off the bat, the bats leaving only the pterosaur, and the pterosaur engages in battle between. Jim, separated from Jim, and then the two lackeys, which the little ship there can break into two pieces, and they kind of like the the lackeys take the flying part and Jim because he's like the male main character drives
1: like the big manly tank. This isn't sexist at all. So, the Gemini Force heads in to rescue uh, Doctor Comedy and Girl Jim. <laughs> And they're having issues because of these bats, and it's such a weird scene. Like, I may have I may, I
0: may have accidentally explained that they killed the bats already, so I may be doing that slightly oh, out of okay. out of order. But I remember they killed he... they took care of the bats, and then then they started fighting the pterosaur.
1: Yeah, and it's a weird scene, and I mean, I mean, what what else can you say? Like, they. Jerry and Wally like attempt to distract the monster and then Jim and Jim and Jim meet up and they turn into Gemini and they defeat him I mean there's not really there's honestly not really much else to say about this episode it just kind of just kind of ends like and and, I mean really just takes us into our third monster
0: well yeah unfortunately
1: I I had the joy of kind of
0: giving sub like subtext and like exposition for everything as to why it was which even then it
1: wasn't that much now you're just left with like killing monster of the week yeah, you know the the problem is like it really made me mad. Like, I guess not mad. It really it really irritated me that they they had to like explain the Gemini transformation like every single time they did it.
0: Do you know what it reminded me of Ultraman what? did that? But remember, in, uh, if you guys have ever watched anime, and I don't know because we and Zach do every once in a while. We used to. Uh, do you remember Revolutionary Girl Utena? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, they did
0: the same oh, yeah. song walk up the staircase thing like every yep. damn episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep, what it reminded you're me. You're
1: yeah. right. It's 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 uh it's just easy filler. Anyway, I'm getting way off topic here. So okay, moving on to our our third segment. It starts with Jem, uh, girl Jem, uh, talk uh, picking up a picking up a, some dry cleaning, and finds her her blouse was destroyed by a rat which leads to the dry cleaner guy's younger sister chasing the rat and then disappearing. And this causes uh, an issue between Jim and Jem, where they argue and Jem runs off to look for the little girl because Jim says it's not important because they need to be ready for the super monsters. Uh, And this leads to... The third threat being, ridiculously enough, uh, they're controlling rats and having these rats attack an oil refinery. Which, by the way, how 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 frequent is an oil refinery featured in kaiju material?
0: All the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There must be. there must be oil refineries, like, everywhere in Japan, man.
0: The, I guess. And one thing is, the rats are red. They're not a different color. They don't like purple rats. They're red rats again. So, we're, for red to yellow yeah. to red. So
1: Yeah, it's, it's really weird. And then, so, they, everybody's separated because, uh, because Jem ran off, so they go try to find her while facing off against the, the third monster, a Stegosaurus. And J- Jim ends up finding the girl and saving her, but then finds herself in a situation where she's going to be, uh, where she could potentially be harmed and is saved at the last minute in typical anime fashion by Jim, who proceeds to bright slap her. And and tell her that she needs to, you know, get her head back in the game, basically. Um, Sexism. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, this was made in the 70s. Uh, so, pretty much leads to the two of them working out their problems. Because they can't turn into... They can't turn into Gemini with her mad at him for some reason. Power of friendship. It, power, yeah, exactly. Part of the cards. Uh, so, they make up, and then they turn into... They turn into Gemini and they they defeat the Stegosaur in a pretty gruesome, in pretty gruesome fashion. Actually, is that the one where they drill <laughs> through him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. The one where they, they drill through his stomach or whatever. And I was like, wow, this is this is kind of gruesome. But um, that is, uh, and that's the end of the third episode, which leads us into the fourth and final episode, which we will not speak of. Yeah, you guys
0: gotta watch this. it.
1: All I'll say is that there is another bright slap in the fourth episode, and everybody loves some bright slaps. Yes, and there's a
0: monster in it that breathes something other than fire. Yes. So that's relevant. Everything
1: else in this breathes fire. Everything. By the And and the pterodactyl sounds like Rodan. Yes, it does. Just saying. <laughs> yes, it does.
0: Now we will move on to the best part, the special effects and monster design, which something we need to mention here at this point, because we, we talked about this at the end of our review of, shoot, what was the last movie we even talked about? I can't remember. <laughs> That's bad. We just well, did I Oh, DiGora. We did DiGora, Digora vs. Yes. Goliath. DiGora vs. Goliath. And we talked about this, and you mentioned it was an animated picture, and it is actually a hybrid animated live-action film. So all the characters in it are animated, except for the dinosaurs, which are suits, uh, of course provided by uh, Subaraya Productions. And the and, mecha. And, and the mecha, yes. And the backgrounds. The backgrounds are all live action with uh, animated characters put on them. The, spe- the monsters, which will be a fairly short discussion, and Zach will agree, they are dinosaurs. That's just what they are. Yeah. There's nothing special I mean, about them other than being big and breathing yeah. fire.
1: The suits the suits look fine for what they are, but, I mean, yeah, they're just really basic.
0: Yeah, just remember when you watch us, how hard we were on uh, Daigoro Versus Goliath, because of how everything looked in it. That was a movie, and I'm a little more critical of a movie than I am a television series. This is a TV show, or it is. It was the first four episodes of the television show. Uh, was it uh, Dinosaur War, Eisenborg? And they condensed the first four episodes into a movie, and it's shown in America, of course, as a film. So the budget's you know a little bit in- different.
1: Yeah, and that almost makes that almost makes me wonder if like they didn't dub these four episodes as kind of a pitch to pick up the series, and then nobody was interested in it, so they just they just slap them together and release it as a movie. That may have been the case, which you know for them is a good you know fail safe or whatever or a fallback plan,
0: like or you know hey let's just do this because at least we'll make money out of it.
1: Uh, it, just got, it does kind of suck that it just leaves you hanging, though. I mean, oh,
0: oh yeah, because they have, they there's get no, no... Real, there's no real resolution. It just kind of stops. Spoiler alert, yeah. I mean, it yeah. literally just kind of stops. I mean, we've already said it's the first four episodes. It's pretty obvious. There's not going to be like this climactic conclusion to any
1: of it. Something I do yeah, want to mention: like the, it's 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 the tenth of the series. I mean, I was going to say it's it's literally just a tenth of the series. Like, there's like 39 episodes, and you get four. So
0: yes. The, something I want to say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm flipping papers over here. I need to mention about the dinosaurs. Of course, like I said, they're all just basic dinosaurs. Uh, there's a pterosaur, there's a T-Rex, there's the leader, Lord Tyrannus, which is actually, here's an interesting bit of trivia I can tell you, and we will talk about this movie someday. His suit is the same suit that was used in the Rankin-Bass slash uh, Super I Productions movie called The Last Dinosaur. It's the same T-Rex. And like I said, Super Eye Productions did wow. the effects does for Wow, does he
1: talking in that one?
0: No, he does not talk, but I love his voice so Kill, so. Kill,
1: destroy. Humans must be destroyed. Kill. It's, God, it's
0: that that's all it, it's brilliant, dude. It's yes, yeah, all the dinosaurs talk and it's amazing. The stegosaurus can use this little its plates to communicate with rats, which is very interesting. Um
1: yeah, cuz that's how it controls them. It's, uh yeah. It, uh, yeah. It it ma- it makes it uses like sound waves to manipulate them. It's it's actually kind of a neat concept.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. It's very different. That's for sure. Uh, the other the just to mention the other two monsters we're not going to talk about. I will tell you what the monsters are. There's there's two more. There's a the fourth and a fifth monster. The fourth one they call a triceratops, but it's actually a stri- uh, styracosaurus. If you know anything about dinosaurs, that's what it is. He's and a the fifth and the fifth monster is just a large bipedal theropod that's all you need to know it's a nondescript dinosaur it's more of a monster than a dinosaur that really say what it is but it's that's the more interesting of every single kaiju or monster that's in this or dinosaur what
1: if i may say something yes
0: by all means nerd (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) i will say this speaking of we can make this reference uh what's his name dr who the hell is the doctor's name? I can't even Dr. think. Dr. Carmody? Yeah, Dr. Carmody. Uh, he is literally plot convenience. He will tell you everything yeah, you need he's... to know, whether you wanted to answer to it or not.
1: Yeah, he's just exposition. I he, mean...
0: he literally is. Well, the one thing I love is the best bit of exposition, because it is about the dinosaurs, is he, in the movie, they said the dinosaurs inherently don't know how to speak. They know how to speak by using telekinesis to read humans' minds, and that's how they know how to talk.
1: Yeah, because they, they just learn they learn the, the language from reading our minds. You know, I do want to say, in, in, in talking about kind of the effects of the movie. Yes, yeah, so we can um, transition
0: into that, please.
1: Given given you know the age of this, I mean the animation is actually really good.
0: Like it, it blends with the backgrounds well too. It yeah, really does. Yeah, and
1: I'm 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 sure the live action background thing was a cost cutting measure because it's cheaper to slap the characters on top of you know, pictures than it is to draw, hand-draw cells. Hours and hours you know? of animation. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, when you think, like, this came out, I think it was 76, 77, somewhere uh, in there. It ran from 77 to 78 in Japan. Dude, this this predates Mobile Suit Gundam, and I would argue that this show, like, at its best, looks better than Mobile Suit Gundam. It, I, like, you know,
0: I noticed that it had, like, some of the art had, like, a Gundam feel to it
1: yeah I, and i i noticed that too and and you know i mean obviously dan you you know how much i i love the gundam franchise but yeah i i will say like this this thing like for for the the era it came out like the animation here was like top notch like i was actually really surprised by how good it looked um it was weird too because some of the some of the animation looked kind of Gundam y me and then there was other parts where like like when there was like little kids on the screen and, and they looked the animation was very reminiscent of like Doraemon, which yeah. was which was really weird it's kind of a weird like uh, this is a weird thing um the 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 the, the ships the Mecha looked fine mm-hmm. uh, I, I keep wanting to call them the Eisen because they I know they call them Gemini 1 and Gemini 2 in the movie but they say Eisen 1 and Eisen 2 on them because of the source material Eisenborg and, yeah exactly um like, like we said, I mean, the the kaiju suits look fine. I mean, they're just dinosaurs. This was done by Tsuburaya. I mean, his son was involved in the production of the show. Or not or well, at least the planning of the show. Uh, and so it's. I mean, I, I think. I think. I mean. I guess. I guess. We'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for my kind of opinions on, on the film until we move on to like the kind of wrap up segment here so
0: of course and we can go ahead and transition to the next segment anyway because i want to speak about this and i don't know if you took time to look at this yet but uh, film availability and pricing
1: yep i did actually
0: okay you can go ahead and do yours first and i'll do mine
1: okay so what i found out is i didn't see any of uh i didn't see any copies of the film on vhs which i know it was originally released on uh, the film surprisingly was released on DVD in the United States like I was actually really shocked when I when I saw this and it looks like the the DVD can be had for like 10 to 20 bucks uh, you know kind of in that range so uh, not too bad of a deal really I mean if you're if you're like morbidly curious about the show just to see it um, I mean it's 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 certainly not great, but I mean, it's it's uh, it's watchable. It's it's kind of more of like MST3K fodder, I think.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, in my searches, it was about the same. I found uh, a little bit on Amazon. It was it listed for ten dollars on Amazon, which of course that's a DVD of it. They didn't have any VHS copies that I could find, and I don't even know if this is a proper licensed release. It could have just been somebody who grabbed the the VHS and put it on the DVD, but you can't officially buy it in the United States as for the Japanese version of it. No, it was never officially released in the United States for obvious reasons because I didn't release the English version anyway. And that brings us back to our next segment, which is closing statements and recommendations. So if you would,
1: Mr. Zach lead us into the end. Okay. So here's my thoughts on this film. Uh, I think in a bubble, this actually wasn't a terrible movie. Like it's not good by any stretch it's kind of just a middle of the road I feel if it actually had some re- real closure in it like it would have been a little bit more tolerable uh I mean e- e- just kind of from a goofy standpoint I kind of I kind of dug the the live action animation mix um and and I mean it's, it's a tv show that was jammed into a movie that didn't that wasn't intended to be a movie. I mean, when you, when you get down to the, you know, brass tacks, I mean, it's, it's just kind of a meh. I mean, show, I mean, like I said, I mean, the characters are bland and boring, but I mean, that's what you expect from a late seventies, you know, television show. I mean, you're only care. I mean, you're not going to get much in the way of character development or anything. I mean, this stuff just existed to, probably sell toys. I mean, let's, I mean, that's that's all I can say. Like, like it's not, it's not awful. I wouldn't recommend you rush out and watch it or buy it by any means, but yeah, it's not terrible, but it's not great either. It's just kind of middle of the road, just kind of there. I mean, it's, it's definitely not the, it's, it's definitely not the worst kaiju film I've ever watched. So,
0: well, I will say, I'm sure Zach will agree with me on this as far as my into- two cents on the matter. While I going into the movie, I thought it was going to be absolutely terrible. Truly yeah, I, atrocious. I, was the same way. I thought yeah, this I was. I had
1: absolutely no. I had absolutely zero expectation going in.
0: I figured this was going to be the worst movie ever reviewed on Kaiju Movie Review. But I was wrong. In my opinion, I actually. Enjoyed the show more than I thought it was going to, and for a lot of the same reasons Zach mentioned. I mean, the voice acting—it wasn't horrible. It was about par for the course for the era. But it was—it was like I said, they had a shoestring budget. Probably a lot of people just went in and did it for a paycheck. I, you know, some of them you yeah. could say try a little harder than other people, but it's not—it's not awful. What was that one that we watched a long time ago? That anime well, that's often panned, Defenders to, of Space. There's like one dude, the whole thing in his garage. Yeah.
1: yeah you to, know, to be fair, I mean, for for the for this era of anime dubbing. Like this was actually really good. Like, yeah, anime dubbing in the late seventies, early eighties was bad.
0: Yeah, because this is pre Transformers. So... This is pre. I mean, this actually was would have been after Battle of the Planets in the U.S. I believe. So pre post. Yes. I mean, you listen to Speed Racer. That's yes. what reminds me. Of. The dub reminds me a lot of, like Speed Racer.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of that's kind of an equatable thing. Like. Like it's pretty much the level of like uh, of like a speed racer or Battle for the Planet's G-force. I mean that kind of. I mean it's 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 a decent dub for the time, but it's not great by today's standards.
0: But I would say, uh, of course, Zach, you you didn't recommend the film, correct?
1: No, I like I said, it's just kind of a meh film. I, I but I wouldn't I I wouldn't tell people to run out and watch it. It's just kind of a. I mean it's the, it's it's an okay movie, but it's just I mean if you're curious watch it it's an interesting it's an interesting film but I think the most interesting thing about it is the production side not the film itself
0: and I will I will say I agree with everything Zach said I, but me being a little biased I love dinosaurs I will actually recommend the movie I will say it just to see what we're talking about I mean just to see of course that you, know, you can watch it maybe this is a movie you can, you can sit down yourself and watch and say oh this is kind of quirky and you know whatever you can see the special different special effects and like the animated on the live action backgrounds it's kind of an interesting thing to see because you didn't see it a lot period i mean it happened there was a spell where it was happening but not a whole lot but then again you can also watch it with a bunch of buddies and kind of poke fun at it and it's a fun it's a fun movie it's innocent it's not it's not boring i don't think but it's just it's just a fun thing to just sit down just to kill what an hour and 20 minutes so yeah yeah i
1: think it it was about an hour and a half yeah
0: well, that being said, Zach, why don't you uh, why don't you lead us? You already did us have us do that one. If you want to do your, your plugs and stuff for everything you're involved in,
1: absolutely. Um, before I start, though, I would like to mention that uh, we have we have revived the kaiju movie review Facebook page from the depths of uh, internet purgatory. Uh, yes. So, you could you can find us on you can find us on Facebook now. Uh and be be, a, be kept abreast of all the latest KMR shenanigans and you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll reveal on there like upcoming films and stuff that we're going to do, so yeah, we'll give get, you kind of an idea which way we're heading, so. Yeah, will give you
0: guys a little bit of sneak peek if you want to join cuz it's a really small group. I actually started a long time ago. Angela started it for me a long time ago and, and we're kind of want to bring us back and have more community involvement. So yeah, just just type in Kaji movie review on Facebook. I guarantee we're the only ones on there. It's still, it's still in construction,
1: but yep. So if you want to come, if you want to come talk to us, maybe, maybe recommend a movie that we should review, you know? Oh yeah. Go, go on, go on, go go ahead, man. We're, we're, we're more than happy to hear it. Um, otherwise you can find me over on Twitter at culturezact. Uh, that is culture with a K and Zach with an E-D on the end, so uh, I'm also over on cultureshocked.com where I write for the uh, gaming section, the Culturecade, uh, and I am also the co-host of the of culture, uh, culture Shock's video game podcast, Pick Up and Play, as well as a regular guest on their uh, wrestling podcast, Running the Ropes. Mm-hmm. And the dog had to add in that last little bit there. I was like, wow.
0: Which one is it, Ami or...
1: It's Roxas. Roxas! That's awesome.
0: Anyhow, of course, you can find me here with Zach doing bi-weekly podcasts for KMR. Down below, I'll include links for, as Zach already told you, his information for Zach's Twitter, mine, the Facebook page, I, of course, uh, also provide content for Cultureshocked.com. I am the multimedia director over there. I stream video games twice a week. I'll put a link to my Twitch account on there, my other YouTube page, which I archive my Twitch videos on, as well as archiving them on my, archiving them on my Twitch account, and a link to the Cultureshocked website. So you can go on there and check some of the other crazy and zany things that we do. But... We do appreciate you guys for tuning in. This was, of course, myself and Mr. Zach Watt, and we watched uh, The Attack of the Super Monsters today. And why don't, Mr. Zach, you, since I always like to lead into you to go into the next segment, why don't you go ahead and let them know what movie we're doing next week?
1: Absolutely. In our next episode, which we'll be recording on November the 14th, 2016, we will be looking at the newest film that has been reviewed on uh, KMR thus far and that is the uh, and that is uh, Pacific Rim from Guillermo del Toro and to, from 2014
0: and yes we were finally re- watching <laughs> we were finally reviewing a really really good movie because it's been a while since we've done that so look forward to it guys
1: yes